Hi guys, welcome back to the BBL podcast and the very first edition of Ligmatic Wednesdays. So it's going to be dramatic here, but in a very legal way. I'm still your host, Aduke, and today it's going to be all about gist. I'm bringing you gist that I feel made headlines the last two weeks within the legal sphere. So please sit back, relax, and then let's get started. So the Nigerian Bar Association held its election two weeks ago and we now have a new president his name is Olumide Akpata and his election has been well received Um, a lot of supporters were elated excited and happy with his emergence as president so we're just going to be observing his tenure in office and see what he brings to the MBA So, Ainek, I don't know if you remember, but sometime last year, just before the 2019 elections, it was headlines that Ainek deregistered 74 political parties, and these parties couldn't participate because obviously they'd been deregistered by Ainek. And it was a very intense moment. The political parties took it up and they went to court. Specifically, 23 of the 74 political parties actually took the matter to court and Last week, the Court of Appeal <laughs> decided that INEC, um, INEC deregistering those parties was illegal and it was as a result of INEC's failure to follow due diligence, um, due process rather. So they've asked INEC to release these 23 political parties, but INEC is still saying no to that decision and they are taking it up one more step they are going to this they are going to be going to the supreme court so that's the apex court in nigeria and they will be seeking um they'll be seeking the supreme court to uh, give a decision that is different from what the court of appeal has given and their rationale for this is so they said they have two conflicting decisions from the court of appeal one being this decision asking INEC to um, release these political parties because they performed the they performed the deregistration in a in illegal manner and it was also as a failure of them following due process and then they have another decision from still from the court of appeals saying that INEC they reaffirmed that INEC had the powers to deregister political parties so personally i do not see the conflict here but they are going to be going to the supreme court to get a decision on this and we will be here watching to see how that turns out but yeah that's it from INEC and i'll move on to the courts so the courts in Nigeria, so we have this ritual within the judiciary where um, every year within sometime in August, September, October, it could be within these three months, but it always falls within this time. The judges pick uh, a full month and they go on vacation. While they're on this vacation, they leave three judges behind to like, you know, guard everything and these three judges only take um, cases that are of um, urgent need, so emergency matters, usually involving human rights. 
so the they have taken their vacation this year and i'll just be giving you details of it so the nigerian i'm sorry the national industrial court will be going on vacation from the 27th of july to 25th so 25th of september so that's from the 27th of july to the 25th of september it's already begun anyway so we'll be waiting till 25th for the national industrial court to open back and then you have the federal high court the federal high court will be opening um will be closed down from the 20th of july to the 4th of september so i know what you're thinking why are there variants well um, the Federal High Court and National Industrial Court are two different um, courts. Um, they have two different systems in place. So that is why they can take it on different dates. And then you have the High Court of the FCT, which will be going on its vacation from the 20th of July to the 4th of September. So the, the Federal High Court and the High Court of FCT will be going on vacation at the same time. And then the National Industrial Court will be going on vacation from the 27th to 20, 27th of July to the 25th of September. And then the magistrate courts, they don't have this, um, they don't have this opportunity. They literally just take their annual leave as normal, but it's not like a whole period within the year that they take it. So that's it for the courts in Nigeria. Speaking of the courts, <laughs> so there's there's this funny case going on and I'm really I'm really interested to see how it's going to end. But presently the current speaker of the Lagos State House of Assembly in Lagos, his name is um Mudashiro Ajayi Obasa. He's been alleged to have been parading himself as a lawyer when he's not. And this is very funny because this is someone that has been in the um in the legislative um house for close to twenty years and it's just coming up now that he's not actually a lawyer. And we know how um these politicians are, but um the, the Supreme Court last week um, sent him a letter and they requested he brings his call to birth certificate or proof of change of name so they could rectify the whole issue as it could be a situation where the name he used um, for his call to bar might have been swapped around like in situation where they use your first name for your last name we've all we, we've all experienced this at some point if you've gone through the nigerian system anyway so that is that could be the issue or it could be he never got called to the nigerian bar never went to law school so we're just waiting to see how that pans out because one thing i'm certain of if you get called to the nigerian um, bar your name will be on a roll with the Supreme Court. And them saying they can't even find a name of that combination, it just it just makes us wonder. So we're going to sit back and wait and see what happens with that. I'll bring you um, more info as that plays out. So guys, um, moving on to more dramatic um, stories. We all remember um, Senator Abo. Um, Senator Elisha Aborada, that's his full name, who was involved in an assault case sometime last year, just after 
um, the 2019 elections and he was yet to be sworn in when this happened. Anyway, we all remember the video of him um, assaulting a girl in a sex shop and the girl actually pressed charges through the Nigerian police and the case went to court, a magistrate court in Abuja here. So last week, the case was dismissed from the court. I know what you're thinking. What is this bullshit? What is going on with our legal system? I know you want to insult lawyers, but 90% of the time, it's actually not lawyers' fault. It's the system we have in place. And the reason for the dismissal was as a result of um, lack of diligent prosecution, like lack of diligent prosecution. It's very sad that a case like that would be dismissed on such basis because we expect our police to be more um to be more proactive when it comes to matters like this. And this is why in Nigeria people feel they can get away with anything as we're seeing now. And this dismissal is almost as it's a total um what word am I looking for here? Like it's the case is totally dead now. The only thing she can do is to appeal. And that will be by with the resources of the Nigerian police. Because in Nigeria, criminal matters can't be, um, cannot be brought by an individual. It always has to be by the government. So um, the dismissal means the case is dead. All that is left now is for an appeal. And to be honest, I would love to see an appeal. But we all know the country we live in. I do not think they are going to be proceeding with an appeal. Rather, I feel what is going to happen will be more like a settlement out of court. But with the decision now, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But I don't think we'll be hearing anything more about this particular matter because this is Nigeria. See how we're living now? see how we're living now anyway that's by the way so um center abos is free there is no um lingering case on his head at the moment so moving on to um international news i just have one for today because this podcast is meant to be focused on nigeria but i'm just going to go um a bit out of nigeria for a second but it still involves nigeria in a way so there was an explosion in Lebanon sometime last week and it was it's been a very sad um event like it would be like I don't even know what I mean by it was it is a very sad event. It's it's just what it is. A lot of people lost their lives, a lot of people were injured and the Nigerian government has confirmed that there was no Nigerian involved in the in the explosion up until now but they're still searching and trying to um, get information from the Lebanese government and the people of Lebanon are trying to clean up trying to get themselves back together I pray for uh, more restoration restoration actually that they will be back to where they were or better off than they were before this explosion and the people are also also pushing for reforms within Lebanon because it was alleged that the explosion was caused by they stored they stored chemicals that are usually used for making bombs in the seaport and the seaport authority who 
who sees these chemicals from someone obviously trying to bring it into the country illegally had written um letters and uh, memos and basically they are communicated with the government that these um, explosive chemicals were with them but then the government did nothing and with the explosion happening everyone was trying to push blame on each other but then the nigeria the lebanese government sorry eventually listened to the people and they stepped down so the the government was sacked and i think there's going to be a new elections coming up and we'll be watching to see what happens in lebanon but yeah no nigerian was involved in the explosion in lebanon that is what i wanted to um that is the info i wanted to put across to you guys so we're good on that and still on sad matters so a 22 year old in Kano was sentenced to death because of a blasphemous um, music audio music he released and shared through whatsapp so he's a muslim and he was tried through the sharia system and when he came out when the audio um tape came out his house in his family house in Kano was burnt down he also um was charged to court and the verdict that was given was for him to be killed so i don't know where you stand when it comes to sharia law in nigeria but i don't have any stance on it but one thing i'm certain of is i do not want in nigeria where death penalty still exists because i am a strong advocate for the abolishment of death penalty in nigeria and this is going to form the basis of a podcast which is dropping tomorrow or rather friday friday 11 p.m you're going to be getting a podcast speaking totally on death penalty it's going to be interesting so please put that in your diaries put it in your calendar and i look forward to seeing you guys next week but still on the matter of still on the matter of um his name is Shaibu, by the way, and he's 22 years old. Still on his matter, it's very sad that um, a lot of people are happy with this decision because this is a very young person and he still has his life ahead of him. So I'm hoping we see, um, we see a pardon, either presidential or pardon coming from the governor. But with the way things are going, it's going to get very heated this coming week. So... I'm going to be bringing you more info on that. So moving forward, and I think the biggest news of today is Buhari finally signing in the Companies and Allied Matters Act 2020. Like this has been a long time coming. For 30 years, we've been pushing for him, not for Buhari per se, but we've been pushing for the government to um, repeal the old Kama and... Kama being short for Company and Allied Matters Act. So we've been pushing for the repeal of that, of the previous act and the signing into law of this new one. And it finally happened last week. And a lot, in fact, the whole legal community was elated by this um, event. It was, uh, it was something that actually brought lawyers back together for a while. Like it bonded us back together. We finally had something to talk about again. It was actually um it was very exciting and 
the new camera actually brings a lot of changes the sections are longer i think we have about 870 sections this time around and there are a lot of changes like i said the first one for you to look out for is the introduction of the new um so you now have um llps and lps and that's short for um limited partnerships and limited liability partnerships so we finally have that introduced within the com um, company system so it's no longer just um, private companies public companies um, um, sole proprietorship we now have um, limited partnerships and limited liability partnerships and then secondly um, company secretaries and auditors are no longer mandatory for private companies so basically Previously, in the old um, Companies and Allied Matters Act, I think from now on, I'm just going to keep saying KAMA. It's short for KAMA. KAMA is the short form of the company, Companies and Allied Matters Act. So, um, in the old KAMA, the company secretary and auditors are not were mandatory, but now they are no longer mandatory. You can choose to have one or not. And then thirdly, you can now have a minimum of one shareholder. So, you know how, um, what is it called? Before, you, 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 you've been hearing, like, if you want to open a company, you need more than one person. But now, that is not the case. You just need one shareholder to be able to incorporate a company. So, I'm all for this newcomer. I feel it's a very positive um, step. But at the same time, there are also things that have been introduced that are kind of detrimental to lawyers, but I won't say detrimental in the long run because lawyers were very versatile and we are, be, we are actually needed for a lot of things. But previous karma actually needed you to bring a certificate of compliance, which you could only get from a lawyer. And it only made it, the way it was written in the act was only a lawyer can produce that certificate of compliance. But as it is now with the newcomer, you don't need a lawyer. You don't need to swear an oath. Just bring a um, letter of compliance and everything is fine. So that's one thing we're losing out on. And then um, there's now the option of e-filing. So you can file your um, incorporation documents. If you want to incorporate a company, whatever you want to do basically can be done electronically. So that's a positive change as well. So we'll be looking, I'll be reviewing the um, camera more this week and I'll bring you more on this next week so we can, um, so you don't have to do it. Like just wait till next week and I'll bring you 10 things that has changed within um, Kama, which is the Companies and Allied Matters Act. So please Tune in next week so you can get info on that. And to round up, to round up, to round up. So the Nigerian Bar Association um, will be holding its virtual conference. Um, it will be holding from the, I think, sorry, one second. It will be holding on the 26th or 29th of August. I didn't want to give you wrong info there because I've noticed that when a wrong thing is said, before you can get it out of your head and put the right one in, it's very difficult. So, the annual general conference will be holding from the 26th to the 29th of August. 
and it's going to be virtual. This is the first ever virtual annual general conference of the NBA, which is Nigerian Bar Association. So it's open to both members and non-members and the theme for this year is Step Forward. So yeah, the Nigerian Bar Association and all lawyers will be stepping forward with reforms, good reforms and we hope the Nigerian government follows suit as well. The conference will be held uh, will be held virtually, and I'm very happy for this because in previous years the Nigerian um, the annual general conference is usually held in a particular place. So if you don't live in that particular region, you have to travel down and attend, and it could be very tedious and stressful. But I'm glad this year is virtual, obviously because of Corona and all so you can tune in from wherever you are registration literally takes less than two minutes i'm going to leave the um link so i'll leave a link on where you can register in the description box of today's episode so you can go there and register it's free obviously when anything is free in nigeria and it's virtual you need to burn some data but that is not an issue because it's literally won't um you're not paying for anything it's you've you've literally cut down on cost of transportation and um what is it called hotel fees and etc so you literally just have to get data and tuning literally it's going to be it's going to be very interesting because you're bringing in a lot of speakers so i would like to see you there so please go to my description box and click the link and register. One other thing that will be happening, and it's actually happening today and tomorrow, which is the um, 14th, or rather 13th and 14th of August 2020. That's 13th and 14th of August 2020. Law Pavilion Legal Tech Conference will be holding today and tomorrow. So please tune in. If you're listening to this on the 14th of August or you're listening to this two days later, don't bother with this information because it will probably have ended. And actually, you could bother because I think they are going to make provision of... um, They are going to record the event. So maybe they are going to drop a link or something that people can watch to see what happened. So please, um, I'm going to bring you more info on that. I'll check that and see if that actually happens. So by next week, we will know if it actually gets done or not. But the conference will be holding from 13th and 14th of August. So we'll see how that hap- um, pans out. It's going to be interesting and I'm going to be tuning in. So it's starting today and I hope to see you there. So guys, we've come to the end of today's episode. I'm so glad you tuned in till the end. And uh, one thing I've learned from everything I've said today, like the whole drama in the legal scene, especially from Senator Abbott's matter to INEX issue with um, the Court of Appeal decisions, and even to the signing of um, President Mohamed Buhari signing in Kama. Basically, the one thing I found in common with everything I've said today is the fact that Nigeria as a whole is finally um, gearing towards resolving issues through the court system. 
like rather than fighting and dragging each other you just say oh i'll see you in court like i'm going to appeal this matter it's a more positive approach to resolving matters than dragging each other out insulting each other and i'm all i'm here for that like i'm so glad that that is the new climate i am finding myself these days obviously there are those um situations where um those on and off situations where um they're still dragging and fighting and all of that but with these positive changes i'm seeing i feel over time it's going to get a lot better in nigeria so that brings me to the end of today's podcast officially um we have an instagram and twitter page and also have an email account so please if you have any suggestions or if there's something you want to say or you want to see in the coming weeks please feel free to send us an email and feel free to follow us on instagram and twitter at bbl podcast nigeria that's going to be ng so bbl podcast ng on twitter and instagram and you can also send us a mail at bblpodcastnigeria at gmail.com i'd love to see your emails i'd love to see what you think of the show and literally i'm open to suggestions anything you feel this show should be um this show should um, be bringing to you please tune in and um, one other thing our instagram page will be sharing um, job opportunities for lawyers not just within the legal um world so there are going to be opportunities for lawyers in hr um marketing roles management roles so tune into our instagram um follow us on instagram and check out job opportunities there so we've come to the end i'm still talking (laughs) i don't want to leave you guys but that's the news for today and on friday like i said We'll be talking about death penalty in Nigeria and I feel this is a great opportunity um, to get a lot of Nigerians to listen in. Being With the whole situation of Shaibu's um, case, the 22-year-old I mentioned who has been sentenced to death in Kanu. So um, on Friday, tune in please, listen to what death penalty is all about, the um, the the um the offenses in nigeria sorry for that stall my brain went dead for a second anyway so offenses in nigeria that actually carry death penalty and basically everything to do with death penalty will be discussed on friday and i would like you guys to tune in listen and give feedback on what you think and if there's something you didn't know before give us a thumbs up for letting you know on the show so I think I'm just going to zip my lips now and go. So thank you for tuning in. I'm so, so grateful. I'm still your host, Aduke. And we did this together, like the first ever episode of Ligmatic Wednesdays. Um, Ligmatic, I don't think I explained what that is, but I'll explain it next week, Wednesday. But have to go now. I'm talking too much now. See you guys next week and bye-bye.